Welcome to episode six of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And we are glad to be here. Yeah. Can you believe, man, episode six? I know. Who would have thought six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, that we would have six episodes? Yeah, it's crazy because we kind of just hit the ground rolling. We didn't really, uh, yeah. didn't really stop. We just formed the idea, rolled with it, built out, you know, kind of logo and the game plan, and here we are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing episode sixty. It's yeah, been, it, it, man, that's we've been. Crazy. Uh, I've been pretty impressed with how things have started. I mean, I have nothing to go off of, right? As, as far as like what's good or bad, but we've got about a hundred downloads on it on each of the. Uh, the five episodes now, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's cool that there's even five people that have downloaded and listened. And the fact that each episode has done that is pretty cool to me. Yeah, and it's a weird dynamic because I listen to podcasts all the time. I know you do as well, Greg. And when I'm listening to them, usually, you know, at kind of a relaxed time, I'm driving to work, to the shop, or I might be running errands. I'll throw a podcast on or it's a Saturday or whatever. And it's just kind of a cool dynamic to think that, for each episode, those hundred people might have been doing the same thing, you know, having a relaxing time or maybe doing something else, but taking the time to actually listen to the episodes. It's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, man. So uh, how's your how's your week going so far? Oh man, it's only ah, Tuesday crazy. midday, but I feel like it's Friday. I, I feel yeah. like I put a full weekend. <laughs> but no, things are things are pretty good. Um, I took some time off last week. I actually took Friday off. I I say I took it off, but one of the struggles of you know owning a business and being in charge of the marketing and the customer service end is I ended up coming in for a couple hours just to tie up some things. But I went up to the cabin and spent Saturday up there with some of my family, hiking around the woods in northern Pennsylvania, just doing some deer hunting. So I got a little bit of time to kind of get some rest and relaxation, and that was much needed, much, much needed. And so, yeah, we kind of... I felt refreshed coming into this week, and it's just been hectic because it's the end of the year. I'm following up with a bunch of police departments, you know, other people that we've done business with, and just touching base, seeing if there's any way that I could you know, help them out before the end of the year. And also, obviously, I like to make sure that our product is meeting their expectations. So it's hectic, but yeah, how's everything going with you? It's going good. I tell you what, I'm. I think I'm already mentally in christmas vacation mode yeah <laughs> um and it's it actually i it, for some reason i was thinking christmas is next week and everything i'm like oh i'm we're still about two weeks out you know which is a long time really so i'm uh you know, i'm looking forward to uh, on friday i'm taking out um just a few people that have been you know that know that are a big part of the of the business so i take them out for a nice dinner and uh you know i'm looking forward to that and being able to hang out with them and and you know, kind of pay things back to them, and um, yeah, it's just it's a uh, it's a busy week as well. Just uh, I've been spending some time on the CNC machine, trying to get some things going on that, and uh, working on um, the new product that's gonna that I'm gonna come out with January one. Trying to get things going with that, um, and also trying to plan some new stuff for next year. I kind of want to revamp some of our custom shop products, uh, our custom shop Neomags and give some new looks and, uh, probably retire a few. And, uh, so there's a lot to do in the next three weeks of, in the last three weeks of the year here. 
that I'd like to roll out with, uh, you know, you know, come January one. So, yeah, it always feels like crunch time when we get to this time of year. But we know we're kind of, you know, we alluded to it. It kind of can be a slow time of year when you get from Christmas to, uh, I'm going to say, tax return time as far as sales. But that doesn't mean that everything stops. It it can be right. crazy in another aspect. But it's a good time of year. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to actually. Uh, we had to bump this back because I had a meeting with my accountant this morning and uh, and that was a great meeting and it's been I'm really thankful it's been a great year and we're going to be heading into the next year in good shape so uh, yeah I'm in a good mood today and I'm excited to just be thinking about about the future yeah that's awesome yeah I mean I there's so much so much going on but it's cool it's really cool to see your journey it's cool to be part of it it's cool to be part of this podcast and to, to share this part of business with everybody because you know last week we kind of entered into kind of a lower topic yeah. if you will and this week um it's not gonna be as emotional i'd say you know not have as much emotion tied to it i'm excited to get into it yeah so we've not done a great segue our fact that we started talking about uh, looking forward to next year, uh, we're going to kind of talk about, we're, we're going to kind of dig back a little bit um, into our past and a little bit of, a little bit more in depth of our story. I know that we, in the first couple of podcasts, we, we kind of dug into our, into our past, but, um, but I got a question here from, uh, from somebody who uh, is, is starting a company and has a product that they it sounds like they got product in, but they're just starting coming out with this product. It's brand new business, brand new product. Um, sounds like it, the the product's a little. It's pretty unique. Um, I'm not going to go too in depth with it uh, with that side of things. So, but it, basically, his question is this: uh, We just developed a product. And I'm looking to get any insight or tips you have. Looks like you've reached a lot of followers. Is there any advice you can give us to reach consumers? Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we could take that question. Right. Um, That's so complex. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as easy as just, oh, buy some Facebook advertising and sit back and wait. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I guess I'd, I I thought we'd kind of start out with with – what did it look like for each of us when we were sitting or when we're standing in his shoes where we've got an idea, we've got a product in our hands and that's it. That's as far as, as we've gone with things. Yeah. Why don't you kick it off, Greg? Why don't you take this one away? All right. So, um, when I started out, I, again, I had this product that I was just making for myself and, and, um, and it it started to become more popular, and people started asking me more about it. And so I thought, okay, I'll I'll try to see, you know, what if I if I make an Instagram and I start showing videos and and stuff. So for me, it started out um, as just kind of a casual thing. I was posting videos and pictures up, uh, mostly on Instagram, and a little bit on Facebook. And now this was only three years ago, but I will preface all this by saying. Instagram and Facebook has changed a lot in the last three years. Yes, it has, uh, for sure. It used to be that you could post a picture on Instagram, 
and everybody would see it. And that's just not the case anymore. Uh, the algorithms have, have changed, and not everybody sees sees what you post. So um, I do feel like I kind of came into things at the right time. So um, things have changed. So I can kind of also talk a little bit about how it's changed and what we do now, that sort of thing. So, in, But um, I started posting pictures of videos on Instagram, and um, I would give product to friends because I only had so many guns and knives to take pictures with and, and EDC items to take pictures with and I needed needed more content so I used to have to beg friends, hey, you know, here's a Neomag, please take pictures and um I would send product uh to different people on Instagram and um I paid for some reposts, you know, you know, you know there's some repost accounts on Instagram. Uh, I I'd pay some, I'd pay for some you know, for, uh, for some reposts. I was basically I was I was looking for any way to get my product in pictures and in videos in front of other people who who had never seen it before. So um, that's that's really I think what I spent. I lived and I kind of still do live on Instagram on social media, and I'm constantly trying to find ways to get my product in front of people. Um, I think some other things I, you know, I, I'm constantly looking for ways to network. That's kind of one of the reasons why we met. I'm just trying to, you know, find people to network with. And I would go to a shot show and the NRA show. And, and I would go to these shows with the main goal is to get there, network with people and show my product to people. And, uh, and if I could, I would, you know, I would try to demo for those people. Right. Um, so that was, I think that was, I, I probably really didn't, you know, besides maybe paying for a few repost things, I really, it it was, it started out pretty casual for me. Um, and it, it didn't really get serious until, uh, you know, probably a year and a half or so in. That's kind of how I, I, I got started. So how about you? Yeah, it's a similar journey, man. Uh, just trying to figure out what direction to take this because I look back on it and it's really humorous to me to look at my posts from late 2015, early 2016 and just see what my content looked like. And it's funny because you end up going through this kind of maturing stage where you start pushing content and at least for me, I had this belief that, oh, we've got these awesome target systems and all I have to do is you know, be salesy and put out the post and be like, stay tuned and all this fun, all this fun verbiage that we like to throw around and everyone's going to come flocking over. And what I quickly realized is, you know, 150 posts in when you're only getting 20 likes a post or whatever, you know, it, you have to be calculated in some way, shape or form. And we had some good friends of ours helping us out with social media at the time. They kind of took the reins from it and taught me a lot of different things about it and guided me even if it wasn't intentional I, I learned so much from watching them do their social media and then i i fell into a group of guys that were just up and coming and some of them a lot of these people listening to this podcast are going to know rex with kentucky carry drew hopkins um, ryan which was embrace the recoil 
all these guys, along with Ben and Noah from Wiseman Company, we all kind of started the Instagram game for our companies at the same time. And so it was kind of like this, it was very motivational watching their accounts grow. And as I started my personal account, I started posting the content, just stuff that I like to see and stuff that I like to do. And I quickly realized that you can, with just a little bit of calculation, and I don't want to go too deep into this because I think we can go into this topic altogether in its own podcast, but I quickly realized that just orchestrating a plan and knowing what kind of direction, what picture you're trying to paint with your social media game, it, it can take you very far in, in a fairly short amount of time. And it's not rocket science, but it, it does have to be more than just you know, posting a picture and saying, here's my product, check it out. There, there has to be community. And as we started, something we learned early on is you know, we, we teamed up with people, like you were saying, with networking, Greg. We networked with people. We did a lot of legwork reaching out there. We tried everything, almost everything you could think of we tried. And it was kind of a shotgun approach. And and as we came out of 2015 and 2016, just think of it like a shotgun. You've got a choke in your shotgun. We went with a really wide pattern choke. And every year we've kind of tightened it up. You know, that choke's now tighter and tighter and tighter to where our pattern is much more refined to where going into 2019, you know, we're, we're shooting probably double-op buckshot right now, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you avoid that. I mean, people that have come into my journey have helped me, you know, helped mentor me along the way. But there's going to be that learning curve at the very beginning. And I'm sure you felt that way as well, Greg, didn't you? Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, it's still, I, I, I still haven't found, you know, the answer, the perfect avenue to go to for advertising or, right. or, or, or you know, for getting the name out and, and stuff. I, and I, and I'm not sure there really is. Yeah, uh, I don't think there was, there would, there would probably only be one avenue out there and everybody would be using it. So it, it, I think it's a little bit different. So you really got to be thinking about you know, where, where do I think my customers are and um, you know, what's a demographic of those of, of my customers and how do I try to target that, that group of people? Um, because frankly, those are going to be the, the, the easy ones to get to convert into sales because, because they're, it, they're going to be the ones where you're, you're, you're going to have to spend the least amount of money. Right to educate essentially they, they're going to they pretty much need your product it. already and right. you're just putting it out in front of them and then outside of that then it's it's going to take more and more work to you know to get to those people outside of of that demographic it's going to cost you more money to uh, convert those people um you know i'm not saying at all that it's it's not worth it um but at some point that you, know, you you are going to get outside of a demographic that's that's worth going after um oh, there was something you said that 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 sparked a thought and I should have written it down and I didn't I was too busy just <laughs> listening to you well I wanted to um, can I point back to one other thing too with what you just said there 
yeah. just a, a little short story about trying to figure out our, our demographic. And as we started TA Targets, we initially, I think all of us believed that the hunting crowd was going to be huge for us. It just makes sense. In, in Pennsylvania alone, I think we have about three-quarter of a million hunters, people that are buying hunting licenses and going out in the woods and, and going hunting every year. But that couldn't have been further from the truth. That's actually one of our smallest demographics. And there's some of this that, again, with the right mentors and the right people that you can lean on who have kind of done it ahead of you, you can learn a lot about this stuff. But there's still a a large chunk of this that you're going to have to learn the hard way. And there's no fast, easy, quick, or predictable um, way all the time to try to figure some of this out without just hitting the ground running. And when and when we say hard, we aren't talking about you know, no, we aren't just talking about time consuming or something like that. We're talking about it might cost you money, right? <laughs> you, a lot of money. You might you might lose a lot of money. I made a couple decisions this year, and I took a stab at a couple advertising things that that weren't cheap and didn't pan out, and. All I can do is chalk it up to I learned something and time to move on. Uh, yeah, and whose pocket and does that come out of when you're the business owner, Greg? That's <laughs> out of me and my family. Yep. <laughs> that's Everyone's a risk. Yeah. Um, yeah so I remember what, what, what something I want to go back to is that um, I remember one of the things that that I kind of made a decision on pretty early on. I, I, when I started out... Um, talking about the product and putting the product out there. Um, I was kind of this this faceless company. Like I, I think my goal was just here's here's my product. Right. Um, there was no name. There was no personality or anything. It was just here's a product. Because that's what I was, frankly, that's what I was seeing a lot from other companies is, is here's our holster. Here's our gun. Here's... Here's this. Here's that. This, it was just purely. Here's our product, and it, it it really didn't take too long. It was probably just a couple of months before I was like, I don't. It, but because I also kind of had to lie because I I also had to say us and we. You know, I was I was trying to make make it make me sound like like this is a product coming out of this you know this established right. business when when that, when that's that that. that that's not what it was, and and I I couldn't I couldn't do that because that's not who I am, um, and that's not what this was. I was a dude in my basement, you know, you know, making something. So um, as soon as I started to get real about about hey, this is me, and this is this is something that that I made, and because I needed it, and Maybe you'll like this too. Um, and when I would answer emails or or phone calls and stuff, it was, you know, you're talking to me. You know, it, you you weren't talking to my customer service rep or something. Right. Um, I, I I feel like that 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 was a good turning point. And again, this is this is so early on. It's not like I even really had a direction to to turn from. Um, but I think, you know, trying to decide early on how you want to 
compose yourself in in your business is going to be an important step. Yeah, and very early on, I remember having the same kind of thought process, and I looked at our competition who are selling steel targets or any anywhere even close into that market. Quickly, I realized one of the common denominators with them is they're faceless. And I wanted to be cautious, and I know my business partners do as well, about just becoming this faceless entity that can't relate to people. Cause, because ultimately, when you are, and I think I said it on one of the other podcasts, my belief is everyone has their story. You know, We're all living our story right now. And the products that we purchase, although many of them are luxuries, you know, we're blessed to live in America and a lot of us have excess money and, and can buy fun things, but they usually are driven by a need that's opened up. What You could debate whether that need is actually a need or not, but that's beside the point. And if a company is doing its job really well, and if my company is doing its job really well, I want people to feel more like they bought into the community than they just purchased a product once and done. And there's so many different reasons why part of that is it's my belief. I believe that I want to interact with my customer. I want to have as personal of a relationship as is possible with thousands of different people. But when you look at it from a practical standpoint, when you build a community of people who believe in the product, you have to you can invest less money in those same people and potentially have return customers. So from the practical standpoint of starting your business, it's important to do that. But then from uh, the personal standpoint, I think it differentiates co- one company from the other if you have that persona- uh, personal touch and that personality behind it. And that's why, Greg, and you and I, I feel like you know I've never really interacted with how your customer service works, but I feel like both you and I handle that very similarly just from the conversations we've had. Yeah, and that's... That's definitely another arm of this, of the question of you know how do you reach, how do you reach consumers? Well, you, you continue to reach consumers after you've you've reached them, and um, and customer service is definitely a, a big part of that. Um, you know the 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 best advertising, the best reach to customers is through it. It's by word of mouth. You know it. I think. I think more people are, are are moved to try products out from their friend than they are from some actor or you know some personality, right? Uh, saying that that should that that they should try something. So um, you're you're not only taking care of of that customer when you know when they reach out to you or if if you have that relationship. Um, but you're also potentially reaching out to their friends and, and who knows what kind of reach that could have. So, yeah, you know, for us, uh, you know, our our customer service really, um, it means a lot and it's something that that we work really hard at to, you know, to just do the best we can to, to take care of people. Yeah, I think that's so important. And I like when I get the reactions and do this early on for the person that sent you that question from the very beginning, differentiate yourself from the competitors that are in your field. 
and it's not that it's funny because it, it seems complex but it's simple tasks like when someone emails you email them back and email them back personally and take the time to respond with their name and actually engage in the conversation and then stand by the product you know interact with the people commenting on your posts especially at the beginning like lay that foundation down from the first time you post to the first time you put your name out there because like Greg's saying people talk and you want them to be talking in a good way about your product and when they're showing up on the range or whatever your product might be doing you want them to be showing it and be very proud of the product show it to their friends and say hey look here's the deal I spent all this money on this product and this thing is fantastic the owner wrote me this hand note signed it I emailed them with a question they responded personally that's the kind of companies that we want to be building and I think that as far as you know for me personally I think that's attributed to the fact that we've grown so rapidly it's been a lot of hard work but we've also grown quickly over the last three years because of all of these different steps we've taken well and I think I think growing quickly I think that's a measurement that that can be taken different ways you know it our I guess I'm trying to think about you know there's we live in such a cool time when when we can use social media as a means to uh you know to make friends and, and make meet customers and um and and get our product out there uh you know through social media because before that I mean think about it it was magazines and TV and really your product really was just here's a product on this screen or on this page and now we have the ability through social media on podcasts and, and all these things to uh, you know you know to be able to show people ourselves on and and behind the scenes in the business i mean you know think back you know you know to when we were younger you you didn't really get to see the behind the scenes of you know, of, of these businesses that were making products that you loved right you know you it's totally different uh, yeah um you know now if you follow our instagram page you're going to see almost daily you're going to see stuff from inside our shop and 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 stuff getting made and assembled and um you know i just think that's really cool uh, to be able to do that um you yeah. know something that, that it's just such a powerful tool that that i think that just that I think really can make coming up with a product and a business in some ways a lot easier than it you know probably ever was in the past. But I think the other direction you can go with this is, you know, our, our companies are growing and they're healthy, um, but but maybe compared to uh, some of these businesses before that would get a bunch of financing and and then go and advertise with you know with all these tv shows and magazine stuff you know maybe their numbers after three years were were way beyond what ours are even put together um but i like to think that that the customers that we have um we've we've earned through kind of proving ourselves and proving our product instead of just showing glitz and glam of, of our product 
Yeah, and look at it this way. I mean, we're in 2018, heading into 2019. Everyone up and coming, all the teenagers graduating high school, starting to drive, whatever, you know, who could potentially be the, the demographic that you're trying to reach, they're working off of their cell phones. You know, we're the, the biggest connection we have to people around us is the fact that we all carry these smartphones and have all these apps and social media and all this different stuff. You have such a unique opportunity in 2018, almost 2019, to start your business while you're working your other job, to work off yeah. your smartphone in the evenings or on break, to put a post up here, there, answer some direct messages or whatever it might be. You didn't have that opportunity 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You had to have that financial backing. Whereas now, you if you want to sell products and say you want to retail products or something, you could be one guy or girl on your smartphone with the right game plan and you can make a lot of different things work out. And that doesn't mean it's not a lot of work, but I think that, you know, and, and I'm just going to touch on this. Whenever I hear someone complain that they – they don't have the opportunity or they don't have this or don't have that. I think we forget how blessed we truly are to be in the age that we're in where maybe rather than just rotting your brain out on Instagram, build a business out of it. You, you know, leverage this stuff to further your goals or maybe it's not even a business. Maybe it's just a following. You want to build a following to encourage people or, or whatever, kind of do what we're doing here with forging the journey. You just have to get started. You got to start somewhere and then build the plan out. Yeah, and I think I, uh, I think I'm kind of touching on this again, but I just I, I keep thinking about how how important it is to to be you know to be real and be upfront with with who you are, um, and not try to just hammer people with a product right over and over again because because you're not really going to I don't think you're going to grow as well as what you could if you go the more personal route. Um, you know, I, tr- I, I truly, I truly look at, at, at the people that I reach out to that I'm in contact with that, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, there's a name to those, to those people. And there's, and there's people that, that I truly try to keep up with and I, or I look forward to seeing their comments on stuff. There's, you know, it, it, it really is a personal touch. Um, and it's, it's not just, it's not just a means for me to sell product. It's, it, it's a lot more than that. And that's, that's one, it's one reason why I've not handed off my social media stuff to someone else. Cause I've been asked and I've been offered and I've even looked into it just cause I've looked at how much time it takes. Um, and when I do it well, it takes a lot of time. And when I don't do it well, you know, in, in the times where I'm super busy, um, I feel like I'm letting myself down and 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 my friends on there. And it, I don't know. It just you, you know when you put so much time into something, it, it becomes you know pretty important to you. And you can feel an impact when you're not regularly posting out there. And I really think. I know we're going to touch on this on its own on its own podcast, so I won't. Like I said, I won't dive too deep into when should you post, how often should you post, how should you structure your post. But I really like I like how we've handled it, and I think that 
the fact that I, I think this is a fact. I think people, again, associate with companies that are building some kind of a story. You're just going to get the attention more and you're going to retain more focus by that. And part of that is, you know, Greg, I, I want to pick your brain on this, but with TA Targets, we don't put very salesperson-y posts out. It's it's building the community around the post. So, for example, I might repost something from a customer who just bought our Target and put it out there, but you don't see me saying that's a two-third eight-app Target. It's two hundred twenty-five bucks. Buy it now. You know what I mean? It's right. I think there's a line you have to tread here where I'd rather get people so interested in the product that they're heading over to the website or reaching out to me because ultimately the prices are what they are. I don't need to put them in every single post. You know what I mean? And and I, I think that can also overwhelm people or annoy people to the point where you almost feel like you're just getting spammed. Yeah. It, you know, so I, I think we've talked a lot about about social media and obviously social media is is probably one of the biggest means of getting our product out to people. Um, you know, some other maybe not so sexy, glamorous uh, side of things is um, I use Google, uh, Google AdWords, and um, and honestly, I think the last time I looked at my Google Analytics, the 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 greater percentage of my traffic is just from people searching online for things. Um, so, you know, putting time and putting some money into setting up, you know, your SEO on your website, um, which honestly, I think we've, I think we've, we've mentioned the word website a couple of times, but we haven't really talked about, you know, you know, about our websites, but the website is the most important thing is, is get a good website. And there are some great, um, you know, some great avenues that cost very little, like Shopify and Big Commerce. Um, I, I, I was on Shopify, actually just 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 got out of Shopify, and um, I have a WordPress, uh, WordPress uh, website now. And I've, I actually kind of wish I would have done it sooner. Uh, I, I did pay somebody to put that together for me, which um, at first wasn't an opportunity. You know, I didn't have the money; I, I couldn't afford that. And so I did that all myself, and and that is one thing that that I'm I'm super thankful I was able to uh, spend just a little bit of money really and get a nice website made, and and now it's even nice because I have somebody, you know, if something's weird going on the website, I don't have to figure it out anymore. I call him up and say, hey, something's weird's going on, and he figures it out. Yeah, um, that is so, that is true. The website is so important, and yeah, I go back and forth. There's, you know, our website's come a long way, and there's definitely room for improvement. And I think, how should I put this? I think you could, you could potentially overthink it to the point where, I don't know, you could invest too much time. So I think there's a balance. I think, like you said, find that hosting platform that gets you up and running, can get you some kind of payment processing in place, so people can actually order your product, and then build out from there. And as you build up some cash in your company, you can reinvest and restructure your website. And that's how we've handled it up until this point. But you figure the website is doing the legwork for you while you're sleeping, while you're off on the weekend, when you don't post. You know That website, whatever's getting captured on there, it should also tell a story just like your social media. And that's why we integrated a lot of our different social media content onto our website as well. 
just so that people yeah. who don't have Instagram, which the majority of our, our customers have Instagram, Facebook, they're on YouTube, that kind of stuff. But we give that opportunity to people who may not be to see the content as well. And that's worked out right. really well for us. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, yeah, you mentioned YouTube and, um, you know, there's so many avenues out there and, and really nothing beats just FaceTime and whether that's, um, going to shows that relate to your industry or, um, or going to meet up with the people that you've networked with or showing up to, um, yeah, just, you know, trying to get your face and your, and your product in front of, of people. And if you can do it in person, uh, I've found is, it doesn't happen to me a lot. Um, but the times where I do get to be a uh, person to person with people uh, with a product, it, it, it's definitely always a good thing. Yeah. And again, it, it goes back to that being able to associate a person with the product. And so I, I made a couple notes here um, just to kind of, I don't know, I'll, I'll run through these, Greg, and I don't know if you have any other comments on it, but I kind of wanted to give a couple very broad pointers for the uh, the person who wrote in that question and kind of touching a little bit on what we've talked about, but then kind of bring it into a broad picture. So for me, when I look back at how we started TA Targets, um, and, and there's areas here we did well, there's areas we didn't do as well, but I think it's important that you form your plan and figure out, you know, try to figure out as much as you can about your market, the people you're going to sell to, and then what other people in your industry are doing. So get that plan in place. And one of the biggest things that I found that helped me is creating clarity around my mission, you know, and, and that wasn't as easy as I would have thought for TA targets at the beginning, because it's easy to just think that we make steel targets. That's what we do. That's our mission, make steel targets. But the broader spectrum of that mission is actually the people buying my product are just like me. They want to protect their families. They want to become proficient with firearms. And I want to offer them the best tool possible as part of their kit, as part of their gear, to help them become the better person that they want to be to be able to protect and provide for their family um, in a way that they weren't able to before. So there's a broader mission there. It took, it took time for us to figure out what that mission looks like with our story. Um, but try to find that clarity and then commit to that mission against all odds, you know, in fear of failure. Um, you know, things are going to pop up that you're not going to forecast. Um, and then find other people like Greg and I found each other and we bounce ideas off each other. Find people who you can lean on for support that can be kind of mentors to you. And that you could ask them, hey, I'm thinking of this method of advertising or this method of marketing. Here's what I thought would work. What do you think? And then find, you know, finding people that would be honest with you is critical. And then one of the areas that we're still, believe it or not, three years in working on at TA Targets is what the roles and responsibilities look like for each member of this team. And that changes a lot. But I think if you could start with those pointers and figure out who you are, what your mission is, and what your business is, I think you're going to go into what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast with a lot more clarity and a better plan of attack. I don't know, Greg. What do you think? I, I think that's great. You should have just said that at the beginning. We could have ended this in 
Sounds like to work. <laughs> well, I, you know what's funny is I make notes as we're talking, and I'm sure you do too. That wasn't on my paper when we started. You know, it's just as I'm as my brain's spinning and thinking, and we're going through this, it brings up so many different emotions, the struggles, the things we went through, the good times, the crazy times, and that's where my list has just come from. Yeah, and I, I think that if I could kind of summarize uh, and kind of what I I told this person um, in so many words is it's I, I've got to the point where I am um, with the uh, if you want to go off of metrics you know the, the followers I have on on different things I got to, it's taken years and thousands of hours to get to the point and I and a lot of money too in some in a lot of different ways um there's there's not just one okay do this right. okay do that the, you know there's not just you know one or two things that you just set up and sit back and and, and let it do its work um i mean i think there there are certain avenues of, of advertising where you can just pay a fee or set something up and and sit back and but um it, it really is. It's it's a tremendous amount of work, and sometimes it's tremendously slow growth. But it's but if you get consistent growth, even if it's slow, it's still growth. And that's something that 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 I've always looked at. Is I'll so I'll go back and I'll look at. You know, I I love stats, so I like to go back and and look at my Google Analytics and stuff. And and as as long as I see an overall upward trend, I'm happy. Uh, there's, there's definitely things that you can do to, to help get spikes and stuff and, and growth, but it's, but you can't expect that, that spike to then just be a rocket and things just keep going at that rate. It, it really is just a lot of work and you, and you gotta be willing and ready to put in that kind of work. For sure. Yeah, and it's it's a crazy ride, man. And one thing that I wanted to touch on, because I know we're probably coming up to the time, I've had people message me and say, hey, that I want to do something, but I'm not sure what it is, and I don't have a product. I just know that I don't want to work the current job that I'm working. I've had people message me that. And so if you're in that boat and you haven't even gotten to the point where, you know, this other person that messaged Greg got to where they actually have the product i would you know for me personally and greg your opinion might vary but i would say invest in your personal brand from the get-go just you know i have my personal page keystone carry and a lot of that's just photography and stuff but that helped mature me and mold me in a lot of different ways that then directly applied to my business so even if you don't know what exactly you want to do be doing something that's going to push you and it may not be social media. It might be something else. But find that thing that is going to help you grow so that maybe it might even spark the idea. You might find the need in a market or whatever that you're going to be able to fill. But just don't uh, don't fall into the trap of being idle. I did that way too much when I was younger. And rather than taking action steps, I sat. And, you know, if anything, I just want to offer encouragement to try to keep moving forward with yourself and then building out from there. 
No, that's good. And it, I guess I had another thought is that, you know, taking pictures and composing photos and coming up with, with marketing ideas and, and stuff that maybe that's not your strength. It's not even remotely your strength. That's something that's not even in the atmosphere of what your potential is. Um, you need to find somebody who can, you know, who can help you with that because, um, because getting, you know, getting that, that, that content created, you know, uh, you know, me and Jared talk about that a lot, you know, about how we need to go create content. Well, that's something that, that we are pretty good at. And, uh, and so we've been able to do it ourselves, but, uh, you may have to pay somebody or bribe somebody uh, to, you know, to create content for you. Um, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, that I really focused on, you know, even though I'm pretty good at making my own content, I didn't want to just constantly be, be sharing my own stuff. So I really created, um, I created, I don't want to say atmosphere, but I created something within, you know, my Instagram community where, where people would, you know, they were encouraged to take their own pictures and stuff. And, and so I would share their content. Um, you know, so it, you know, if you can try to encourage your customers to, uh, to leave reviews and to post, post photos and stuff, because, um, you know, it, especially as your account grows, people like to see their stuff being reposted by a, you know, by a big account and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that was just another thought I had that, you know, you, you might be listening to this thinking, you know, I'm just a numbers guy. I'm not, I can't, I, I can't even take a selfie in a well-lit <laughs> room and it, and it look, it look good. So, yeah. And yeah, so that could be a struggle. And if you're at that point and you feel like maybe you need to step into some of these areas, but you don't know even where to start, feel free to message Greg or I, you know, that I'm always available. If you want to talk personal business stuff, you can message me on my Instagram account, Keystone Carry, or just message me TA Targets. I run them both. And if you want, if you want to know how I take the pictures, how I take them, what settings I use, you know, drop me a message. Be happy to help out. And I, I do every week. There's people that are messaging, and you don't need anything more than your cell phone, really. Let's be honest. You can do some crazy stuff with a cell phone. Yeah. But I don't know. Are we up up against time now? I think we are. I think we're about there. Well, hopefully we um, kind of covered that topic. I feel like we hit a lot of different avenues of this, and, yeah, we focused heavily on social media, but also at the same time that's a huge part of what we do. Yeah. And I hope that I hope that if there's anybody listening who, um, yeah, who is, who is thinking this question to her or who maybe has even asked one of us this question that, uh, that this can help you out. And, and yeah, again, you're welcome to uh, reach out to me as well. If, if you have any more questions or if you want anything more specific, but, um, yeah, the biggest thing is just, you know, uh, you know, keep your head up and, and keep thinking about just about how you can get your idea in front of the right people. Yep. And one last word of encouragement for me is don't put too much weight on your shoulders. Don't, you know, don't put the, the full weight of this whole thing right now on your shoulders and don't make yourself believe that you have to know it all right this second. Take it one step at a time. 
keep forming this plan, you know, message us, forging the journey at gmail.com. If you have any comments, topics, or have any questions, um, you know, find people that are willing to help you out, but don't, don't just go about it alone or else you're going to end up, you might have unrealistic expectations and, um, you can't do that to yourself right at the beginning. You definitely got to have people to lean on and give you direction. Yep, for sure. All right, Jared. Well, uh, I'm glad we, we could fit this in today and looking forward to, to sharing this episode. Absolutely. And again, guys, before we head out, I just wanted to remind you, leave a rating and a review wherever you're finding this podcast. That would be awesome. We would greatly appreciate it. It's going to help us out more than you would know. And again, if you have comments or questions about what we talked about or any ideas of content we should cover, hit us up in the Gmail, and that is forgingthejourney@gmail.com. Yep. All right, man. Well, all right. Until next time. Yep. Have a good day and have a great week. Yep. So, see you.